and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa, and welcome to episode 2.18. Wow! We are <laughs> almost done with season two! Almost. I can't believe we're finishing out the season in two different places. I know. It <laughs> over the interwebs. Literally over the interwebs. I totally foresee virtual recordings happening for the rest of the time. Oh, yeah. Well, but I'm okay with it. You know what? I'm currently laying on my bed with a glass of wine. And it's <laughs> and it's wonderful. Do you have there any you thoughts this time coming through? No. So I'm sitting downstairs in the basement. Um, So hopefully that kind of helps muffle the sound of the dogs. Oh, the way the house is set up. Love a good um, puppy, though. Let's hope for the best. But uh, they like to bark at anything and everything and sometimes one of them just barks to get the other ones riled up and move so <laughs> oh my god they're ridiculous but there are so what you can do but they're yours <laughs> well then let's jump into it man it is what what's your, your struggle? struggle all right that was well, a struggle that, that was terrible the struggle again is <laughs> On time cue. Maybe next time I'll do video because I think that's what's really letting us down is we're not doing a like a video recording. We're just doing audio. It's it's hard. It's hard to pick up the vibe on just an audio. <laughs> Gotta get the whole picture. What a vibe check out though. I mean that that is that is one of our problems of our generation is that we like to communicate through a phone and try oh, to guess yeah. what the other person is feeling and oftentimes we are I terrible like at it <laughs> i'm out of that because i hate communicating over a phone i really really do i hate texting i hate all of it i mean sometimes it's your only option though to well not not to text i mean just to text and call sometimes that's your only option but mm -hmm, it sucks mm -hmm. all right well sabrina what's your struggle this oh, week oh my goodness what is my struggle this week um I think just the same old, same old. I'm stuck in quarantine, man. Um, we love a good repeat struggle, man. Sometimes we can talk through it. I don't know if anybody else is feeling the same way out there, but I think just because like we're in like that halfway point of the quarantine, um, you know, we have. Let's see, what is today? Uh, we're recording on what? Is this April thirteenth? Mm-hmm. We're recording, yeah. So we have about supposedly a week and a half left of like the stay at home order. And then in May they're going to reevaluate. And even then, I mean, we're going to gradually go back to life. I mean, they keep saying it on news that we're just going to gradually go into it, not bounce back all in at once. So, you know, we're kind of hitting that middle point of everything where we're like, Oh, we've made it this far. It seems like it's going to be a crawl to the finish. And that is my struggle. I feel like this quarantine is yeah <laughs> forever. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that. I totally get that. I mean, on a lighter note, if anybody hasn't seen that New York has officially flattened the curve and they're expecting things to be up and running May 1 again. And that's, I think, I think a really big win. While, like, yes, it is definitely important to note that this is a struggle. I think, like, now, at least on my side for what some of my struggles, I have two today. I think that's one of them is, like, we're literally going to sit around and wait for to get the go ahead. And I'm just like, I'm fearful we're not going to get the go ahead because I'm very ready to get back to 
commuting. And I know we talked about this in an episode before, but I'm really, really noticing how low my movement is. And that's been another struggle for me is like making sure I'm moving enough and I'm not. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a struggle for me as well. I think I talked about it either last week or the week before, but I mean, uh, I, I am once again, not working out enough and my body does not want to sleep properly. So trying to get all that back under control. My body is very confused, um, about this whole quarantine thing. It's like, are we on vacation? But this is a long time. What's like, going what on? Doing, like, girl, what's happening? What are we doing? I'm confused. I am trying to slowly find a routine again. And like all of these struggles relate to each other. I, my my struggle this week is really adapting to, an, to my old routine. So something I'm really trying to do, because to your point, we're going to get back into this, but it's going to be gradual you know, I've been doing this now for four weeks. My body is used to me getting up at 7 a.m., slowly getting ready for work and going. And I need to like train myself almost to wake up again early and do what I have to do in the morning early. So I'm like slowly starting to wake up earlier so I can prepare myself for when May happens. And in the best news in the world, in the best case scenario, I'm, you know, going back to my office in May it's not going to feel as much of a struggle because that's what I'm more fearful of is that struggle. Cause I don't want to be hit in the face with my old routine and really, really, really suffer. That's like my, my fear. Cause that's when everybody's going to really be go, go, go. And the city's going to be alive again. Yeah. That's uh, I'm scared of that. Like really scared of that. Cause um, you know, a couple days a week I do wake up earlier than you. I know sometimes we go to CrossFit together, but um you know, I, Mondays, I start coaching at 5.30 a.m. And that's going to no. be a hit in the face if I don't start going to bed earlier than uh, 2 o'clock in the morning. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to set my alarm for 9 and kind of slowly take it back from there. I'm actually looking at the calendar while you're talking. Um, and I noticed that May 1st is a Friday. So they might have things back up and running, but I'm kind of anticipating like maybe a normal work schedule starting that week of the fourth. Ah, oh, Star Wars Day. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, so maybe maybe I'll plan that last week of May to start really getting to that early, or last week of May, last week of April yeah, uh, to good, start really waking up early, uh, get prepared early. Because right. I'm also thinking like, when is the last time I'm going to be able to sleep till nine? regularly um yeah probably not for some time so listen the best like thing about it is enjoy it while you have it it's yeah like, see you know, that that's the hard part though you want to you want to enjoy it but then you're also like well shit i gotta get ready for real life again i gotta find a routine so it's kind of trying to find that uh, <laughs> that middle ground yeah no most so definitely it's tough i i haven't found it yet i'm trying i'm really trying and i'm really trying to take just the fact that I'm trying as a win. Um, and I'm, I keep saying this phrase and it's because I, I have to, my therapist gave me this really good tool to look at my day and look at all of my wins, even if they are really, really small right now is like the most important time to try. And like, I don't know, like for me, not sink really low. I'm, I do, I'm a, I do a really bad job at focusing on my lows rather than my highs or like my losses rather than my wins. 
So what I'm trying to do now is look at my day to days of my wins. Like this morning, I woke up and I made myself breakfast, like a good breakfast. That was a win for me, you know, like I wasn't rushing around in the morning in like a panic. Um, Mm -hmm. I also took a shower in the morning, (laughs) like little stuff like that, where you like, I'm where I'm so trained to just like not care. Noting the things that I do care about or the things I did has really, really helped me to not. Yeah. I think that's a good way we can kind of transition to what we want to talk about today. Amazing. Let's do it. Um, so we'll, we'll preface with a little bit here. We're, we're deaf. We're talking about some new things that we found that have kind of helped us pass time with quarantine. But I think before we do that, it's important to kind of like have a check-in moment. So like nobody thinks we're trying to shove a message down your throat. I Uh think the first thing is like, do not feel pressure to take any of this up on your own. There is no pressure to do something just because everybody else is, is doing it, you know? Everybody is on their own journey and this is just what we're doing to help ourselves. There's no like one fix all remedy here. Um, The big thing is like taking the time to check in with yourself. Like the one thing I think we can say is really important to do to kind of help pass the time is taking the time to figure yourself out. What Mm -hmm. What are things you don't know about yourself in your day to day, but now you're noticing like, Are there different traits that you're like, wow, I've never noticed this about me before, whether they're good or bad? Yeah, taking this time to figure yourself out. I feel like, um, you know, we have this little bit of pressure. I mean, social media is always a constant pressure to do something, to be something, because people are showing just one face on the internet. And I know I've felt this a couple times throughout this quarantine. I'm sure other people have felt this as well where they're seeing these people on the internet, they're like starting a business, they're learning something Mm -hmm. new, you know, and you're just kind of sitting there and you're like, well, shit. And yeah. um, And I'm like, am I not doing that? Yeah, exactly. And yes, you know, everybody's going through this quarantine together. So yes, you can say that we're all in this together, but then there's the other side of it where, you know, not everybody's experience in this quarantine is the same. You know, we have people of all different backgrounds, um, different areas of the country, different financial statuses, uh, personal Mm -hmm. things going on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we're in this quarantine together, but everyone's experience um, is different. Yeah. And I think to that point, too, it's one thing you can do to kind of help is find your tribe. Really Mm -hmm. find those people in your life where when you you feel lonely, you feel lost, you feel really, really down in yourself. They happen. Hell, I had one like three days ago and it was rough. Um, But there was a really comforting feeling knowing that I could reach out to somebody. And I think it's really important to know like throughout this entire time, we talked about it last week and I'm going to talk about it again is like, the best thing that's come out of this is the way that people have connected with each other and have Mm -hmm. really connected with both old and, you know, friends, new friends in our life, whether there's somebody you haven't talked to in five years or somebody you just talked to five days ago, right? Like it's a really comforting feeling knowing you can reach out to somebody and that person may or may not be just as lonely as you are more than before. And I think it's important to know that 
we're here for you. There are people here for you. And you're not going to go through this alone. Even if you think you're going to go through it alone, you're not going to go through it alone. And I think it's important to dial in on those people that are there for you where you can just talk. Exactly. I think that was beautifully put. Thanks, man. Find your tribe is like my favorite phrase. And I think it's really important. They're the people that build you up. They pull you out of positivity or you're pull you out of negativity um, and really find the positivity in whatever your situation is. Or they're just there so you can talk because there are times where you just need to talk and not have anybody try and help you or fix you. And those people are just as important mm-hmm. than the ones who try and pull you out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that's that's especially important because sometimes I know I found this out, uh, you know, when I'm talking about my own things that I'm going through. I just need somebody to listen because if I'm talking about it out loud, sometimes it might be the first time I'm even talking about it out loud and I'm kind of thinking through the words. So I'm like, okay, okay, like this is a different perspective than I had on it before. And then mm-hmm. if I'm comfortable, if I'm ready, then I'll ask that other person like, hey, what do you think? You know, yeah, that's the best way to kind of judge how you feel about something. Say it out loud, put it out there. Then you really uh, hear if it sounds really sane or if it sounds really crazy. Half mm-hmm. the time, some of our anxieties and our fear are just crazy. They're not sane at all. And so it's important for us to talk about them out loud, make sure they're put out there so we really hear, and then we can really make a good judgment from there. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to spend too much time on a lot of this because I could do a whole episode about that. Oh, I know. I, I just wanted to more so like make sure everybody knows like these are things that we do. We are not suggesting you do the exact same thing you do. For me specifically with my own mental health, what helps me is going and doing something where I stop focusing on my anxiety. I stop focusing on my depression because for me specifically, that's how I pull myself out. Um, and I, I know there are other people that are like me, but I know there's a lot of other people who are not like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's an important thing to recognize too. Yes. But like we said, now is the time to figure yourself out. And these are just some ideas. <laughs> Literally. Uh, the first one, I talked about it before this thing changed my life, um, was masterclass. I started seeing so many Instagram ads everywhere for this, literally everywhere. And the one specifically I saw, I've talked about it before, was RuPaul's Masterclass. I took it. It has changed my entire outlook on life. And from there, I've taken so many other ones and plan to take so many more. (laughs) I, like, talked about getting a membership for God knows how long. And because I actually had the time to, like, research it, I finally did. And they're doing a sweet deal right now where if you buy one, you get another free membership. So you can go half um, with someone. So if there's somebody you know who wants to do this and you don't want to pay the full price, you can split it right now. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Sweet. It's not bad at all. It was good. Um, Some really cool ones I I wanted to make note of. Some I've taken, some I haven't taken. Um, The first one is Anna Winter. That's a boss bitch. The Devil Wears Prada was written about her, and there's a masterclass with her. I have yet to take it. It's on creativity and leadership. And I'm so, so intrigued because I've never heard this woman speak in my life. I need to know what she thinks. 
well then take it and let me know how it goes girl i gotta find time oh wait i do oh wait um the other one i thought was really interesting if there's anybody who's an advertising geek like me um jeff goodby and rich silverstein have a master class these are creative geniuses and the ones who created the got milk campaign so damn that's a classic that's a classic campaign and they talk about um creative strategy when it comes to talking about your message like how you want your message to come across like what are the right what's the right verbiage what are the right pictures what are the right colors um i just started it and it's really really enlightening and it's even helping me for the pod yeah, I was about to say, this is probably a good one for anybody out there who's trying to be maybe like an influencer or they have their own kind of Ah, uh, the age of the influencer's dying. What? We know that it's the age of the influencer is oh. dying. Is it? <laughs> it is. Because I'm ready. It is dying and it makes me happy. I, uh, I could go on a whole other tangent on that, but... The point is, this is a really good place if you want to hear from some of the best creatives um, in the country in advertising. And these guys are just so methodical when it comes to their messaging. And you just can learn so much from these guys. Like, these are like what people call like the ad gods. <laughs> like, they were a part of some of the original like Mad Men type agencies that people know of or, or like think what is the show because the show mad men was based off creative agencies fun fact you told me that before i knew I that have, i have it's a good one um so yes definitely recommend um the other one i found really interesting also from some really really important ad gurus are david oxelrod and carl rove they have one together about campaign strategy and messaging i did take this one and wow 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 it's so good and it's it talks about it not there's there's a lot focused on like how to get a professional campaign strategy and messaging across but i think this can help with just like day-to-day -day life how you present yourself as a person how you communicate things i know something i struggle with is when i try and communicate something what is said in my head is not how somebody else interprets it and then I get frustrated when people don't understand me. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about it and it makes sense. But to them, it's like chicken shit. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this. That happens a lot. As your friend, that happens a lot. <laughs> it does. And it's, it's challenging because then I have to reword everything. And I wish it's like one of those things, too, where like I wish people would try and understand me. And then I'm like, I don't get why you don't get it. Anyways, this class like really opened my eyes. It really, really, really did. Um, the other three, I know I'm like dominating this whole thing, but it's because I'm obsessed with masterclass. I know. I'm, I'm the other ones I'll mention really quickly. I'll mention really quickly. Judd Apatow, everybody knows who he is. Um, Armin Van Buren. A incredible, incredible trans DJ, Dead Mouse, another great DJ, and Timbaland. Um, the last three are obviously music focused and production. Um, when it when it comes to that industry, Judd Apatow's on comedy was really interesting though, and I think there's a lot of good life advice in there rather than a lot of comedic advice, and I really enjoyed it. Okay, yeah, because yeah. like because those those were the those were the ones that were catching 
my attention because I know that we discussed possibly doing open mic nights once. Um, I once know this quarantine is over. I haven't. My life is a joke, life. and I want to talk about it. Um, you should take it. Stand up. Stand up, so baby. I think there is one on there about stand up. I'll have to send you which name it was. I remember seeing it, but uh, and then uh, the the other ones, yeah, because I I did a big leap and I downloaded Ableton again, and I'm sitting there and I'm like trying to go through, you know, like the little the little like tips thing that it has for you oh, when you like, first download it, and like I'm trying to understand it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to do a class because I need to like go along with a person. Yeah. I have to do it, but I also need to see it actively being done mm-hmm. uh, because right now I am stuck and I'm confused. And for anybody out there that thinks. Oh my God, DJs, I could do that. I could just, you know, nope. uh, do like the little scratch board thing. No problem. Wrong. You're very wrong. Nope. There's a lot of parts to this. There's so much not... input. I know. I know that if I keep at it and I hit that point where I'm like, okay, like there's a point where it's going to be like riding a bike where you understand what you're doing. But I feel like there's a there's a mountain that I have to climb before I get to that point. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Ableton is just one of like the big three that are considered like really, really good um, production systems, whatever you want to call it, platforms you can use. There's like FL Studio, which is another big one. It's like all over the place, but find one you like. And I Timbaland's class was really, really good because a lot of it can be translated to any of those platforms and that's what i really liked about it mm, it was a good one sure. um another thing i started doing and i swear to god by it is i have reverted back to coloring books but like adult coloring books so one of them what do you mean are you coloring in boobies like what's going no, on i'm just kidding i'm kidding <laughs> oh my god i knew you were gonna say something about that <laughs> It's literally a coloring book called Just Fuck It. And it's like all of these different phrases and pictures. Like one is um, fuck this Monday. And it was like my favorite one to color. I'm having a very Monday today where like if it could go wrong, it went wrong in so many ways. And so at lunch today, I colored fuck this Monday and it felt really, really good. I like it. I like it. I I have not gotten into the coloring books yet. I would say that's a creative thing. I would say for me, the creative thing that I've kind of been doing, um, you know, I've been, I've been playing guitar a little bit more. And then at my parents' house, they do have an actual piano. So I've been like sitting downstairs at the piano. Um, It is out of tune though, but oh my God. The Um, feeling of sitting down at like a real piano is such a good one where you're like, yeah, I'm not going to pick some shit up. Cause I, cause you know, I have the keyboard, the keyboards in New York list. If you want to, if you want to pull it out and play it. Um, oh, true, true. I might take you on that. Do it. Um, but you know, sometimes it's not the same feeling. Like I have to pull it out and then I have mm-hmm. to place it on the coffee table in the, in the mm-hmm. living room because the stand is here in Ohio for some unknown reason. Maybe I'll bring it back. Um, but you know, if I just come up to the piano here at my parents' house, it's it's ready to go. It's ready for me, um, and that's a totally different feeling. It feels more convenient. Uh, so I've been playing it a lot more. That's good, yo. I just I personally needed something that was like mindless. 
Mm-hmm. Like I needed something to do. I love the piano. I I love playing it. I legitimately am probably gonna pull your keyboard out eventually. But I've been <laughs> trying to find like mindless creative outlets. So coloring has been helpful. Um, and because I'm a basic bitch, I just started doing yoga. And it's more mindless than I thought it would be. Oh well, yeah. If you're if you're, it's just <sighs> it's just like. If you're going along with somebody, because I'm sure you're probably taking like an online yoga class, right? Or you're going through the motions yeah. yourself. YouTube videos. Yeah. YouTube videos. So you're maybe. having somebody, you're having somebody, um, you know, show you what you're doing, and it. I mean, it's just like taking a class. You're just following along with the person. So of course, it's a, it's a little bit of like a mindless thing. You don't really have to think about it. And mm-hmm. I know there's, I, you know, there's, there's the online yoga like you've been doing, which is great. I think that's probably helping you chill um so if anybody needs to chill i'd recommend taking one of the yoga classes but i mean i've been seeing the fitness classes being advertised all over i've been seeing it mostly on instagram but i mean you have you know you you have people who are actually starting uh businesses so you know if you do have a friend that's starting a fitness business uh try and support them first before going to the other outlets but i understand if you go to the other outlets it's all good it's all good um but you know there's there's the bigger companies out there that are doing um hit classes i'm seeing dance classes by choreographers who choreography uh oh my god what's the word choreographed um you know j-lo's performance in the super bowl like i'm i'm seeing those big choreographers um you know and some of them are offering the classes for free so you know, if you if you are stressed out at home and you're kind of feeling like you're bouncing your seat a little bit, I highly recommend trying one of these um, fitness classes it's and then just find. Um, I just did one with Rumble. Rumble's been doing yeah. classes, and you don't need any equipment for it. That's the big winner for me is ones that require no equipment because I don't have mm-hmm. equipment here. I have a yoga mat. That's it. Yeah. No. See, and that and that's perfect. You find. You find the one that's going to work the best for you and what you have and what's available. So I exactly. think exactly. that that's great. <laughs> the other thing I, I've really tried to be more cognizant of um, is my like non-screen related activities because I, I'm very lucky right now where I have a job, but the downside to it is that I'm looking at a laptop screen all day, aka that amount of blue light is ridiculous. And yeah. I get I get tension headaches because then what I do is like I go from one screen to the next screen. So I'm really trying to be cognizant of that and not have so much blue light screen time. Um, I'm actually a part of a book club and what I'm doing is trying to read more. I just ordered a Kindle so I can not buy so many hard copy books because i don't have space hey um, Alyssa, why don't you uh try reading uh those books that you got for free when we oh went my to the apartment um, that's just an option. <laughs> oh my god i mean they're all for free and they're all in the fourth room but i'm just saying all, you can read I'm them and then we can get rid wait, of them hold up hold up hold up actually you've been gone you don't even know that i'm getting rid of over half of them i have a pile that's going to goodwill Oh my god, I'm, I'm so proud of you. No, I never heard of the episode where we moved in together. We had an upstairs neighbor. He was 87 and getting ready to move into a retirement home. And this man went down the stairs with two bags of books and said, Hey, 
I'm getting ready to move. I want these books to go to a good home. Would you be able to, willing to take these two bags and a few more upstairs? And I was like, yeah, sure. Of course. This is so nice. And I'm not going to be that asshole to tell a very sweet, kind, old, elderly man, no, I'm not going to take your books. <laughs> what I didn't know was that there were nine additional bags, like Trader Joe's bags of books. So we had 11 total bags of books. And our, our, our other roommate was like pissed because they're oh, taking over pissed. her desk right now because we don't have anywhere else we can put them. Um, she, she was not happy. She was pissed. I mean, we got rid of quite a bit. We donated a lot. Um, I sold a couple of them to some good homes. None of them have um, ended up in a bad spot. But I actually am reading one of them. So suck it. but um what's really nice is i'm in a book club so we always have it's a group of friends we um i joined through one of my coworkers. there's five of us and for me it's really great to have that accountability of making sure i'm reading but also reading stuff i've been wanting to read i just i don't want to buy the book for it i don't have the space for it the kindle's been um i'm excited for it there's books on there for like two dollars that's not bad. That's Which is cheap. really cheap as opposed to buying a paperback book of $20. Yeah. Um, and there's even free books if you're a Prime member. So for me, I'm like, damn, this is going to be way more cost efficient than having to buy all of these actual physical copies of books. Actually, that's right. I forgot that Amazon Prime includes yeah. that stuff. Okay. Maybe. No. I don't... I, well, okay. So I've been reading... Um, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say I'm too much of a reader, but maybe I'll pick it up. I don't know. So I've been reading, but um, I'm not reading like you're reading. Um, I'm reading Star Wars count. fan fiction. Hey, that counts. It's still reading. Um, so uh, I am just like everybody else in America and feel like I have been cheated <laughs> uh, from it. In this Star Wars saga, I think that Ben Solo deserved so much more of a chance. Oh my um, god! And so I um, am also in love with Adam Driver, naturally. So I <laughs> was trying my best to find a good Star Wars fan fiction that kind of um, gave me what I was looking for, and I found this one that uh, somebody recommended and I was like, wow, this is what I needed. Uh, so it starts after The Force Awakens, I think was the first movie in this mm -hmm. uh, last trilogy. Mm -hmm. um, so it starts after that and it just, it go like, I mean, this person took a long time to write this uh, online book that I think they actually finished in like February of 2020. So just in time for me to start reading it uh, because once <laughs> I started reading it, just I, in time. I, I couldn't put it down. Um, it's just I the mean, way it should be. I mean, granted, it gave you a little bit more, I guess, a romantic side to Star Wars, um, mm -hmm. which is not what most people want. Uh, but me, I wanted that uh, because I am a hopeless romantic. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, it we was, know. It We're was, aware. <laughs> so, it was what I needed to read and made me feel complete. And now I won't, I don't know if I can watch the new trilogy again, because Damn. this was, this, this story gave me the ending that I wanted. All right, JJ Abrams, listen up. You shouldn't have killed off Ben Solo. It don't make sense. Wow. Was, out. 
I'm going to get real passionate about this because Ray and Kylo were a dyad in the force and you can't just kill half of the dyad because now there's not balance. Well, there so. you go. I need to read this because I also love Star Wars fan fiction. So I'll have I, it. I, I sent it your way, girlfriend. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm good. <laughs> I think um, before we jump into our final segment, the other thing I really wanted to talk about was that I've been cooking so much more. Like, I know I should be supporting a lot of small businesses here, but I'm a girl on a budget. Um, I was on a budget before. I'm still balling on a budget. So I've been really trying to cook more at home and try a lot of new recipes that I haven't had the time to do because I haven't had time to plan or really grocery shop. And it's been nice because um, our roommate, Kelsey, and I, we've been splitting meals so it makes it easier for me to cook one thing that's like four servings because we're splitting it in half and splitting it over mm -hmm. two days instead of eating it for four days. I think I think that uh, this is great. I mean, yeah. So like you said, it's good to support small businesses. But I mean, at this time, you know, we're really supposed to be limiting as much contact as we have with people as possible and not to say exactly. that any anybody who's like in the food business you know they're gonna infect a bunch of people but like it's a little bit scary to take that chance i know we had a restaurant near where i'm at in ohio and the uh, the news came out and said that one of the workers there was getting tested for covid so you know you do want to be careful when you do go yeah, and get that stuff. And I've, been, I've been really trying to eat a lot healthier too, um, without as much grease and, and butter and everything else. So cooking more at home has been really, really good. I, um, I probably mentioned before, but I do Weight Watchers now. I'm very open about my weight loss journey. Um, and it's something that holds me accountable. And there's so many recipes on there that are so good that I've literally never had to do. Like I just made, okay, keep in mind, I, I like have a sweet spot for this is meatloaf. My mom used to make a really good one when I was a kid. And I found out it was an old Weight Watchers recipe that she uses. And now I've just made my very first meatloaf and it was life changing. Oh, look at you. So domestic. I'm so domestic and it's great. I also made, my uncle makes this pasta where it's so much heavy cream. Um, so I swapped it out for something else. I like found a, a copycat for it and it was also life-changing. And again, it's just like things I've wanted to really try and cook, but I haven't had time during the week or maybe I'm not thinking about it on the weekend when I do my once a week grocery shopping. But now I'm like sitting down and as like a part of me getting back to my normal routine, I'm like actually meal planning every day. And in doing so, I'm like, what haven't I tried? What can I do that's a little bit new and bringing some new flavor into my life that's really, really, really low effort? Because I'm going low effort as much as possible here, but still wanting to try something different. Yeah. Me? Um, I was going to uh, say, didn't you just try those like Chick-fil-A sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I learned how to make the, the Chick-fil-A chicken. We made chicken nuggets, though. Um, but we, we've made those twice. Um, it was a recipe that I learned off of TikTok. Um, hey. but I mean, it was good. It was worth it. And if anybody wants it, hit your girl up on keeping it together podcast, um, on Instagram. Um, and I'll get that your way. Uh, but I mean, okay. So I haven't been 
cooking, cooking. I've been made, I've been making small meals here and there. Like my mom has like a panini maker and like a quesadilla maker here. So like I've been making no, little things like that. Low effort, high flavor. That's what we're looking yes. for. But uh, my, I've been letting my mom cook for me because she wants to. Hey, um, low and, effort, high flavor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of, I'm taking advantage of it just simply for the fact that this might be like the last time I'm home for a long period of time like this where my mom can cook for me and take care of me a little bit because I am an adult now and this does not happen often anymore. No, it doesn't. Um, so no, it I'm, doesn't. I'm, I'm taking advantage of it while I can because, you know, you never know. Um, and so if anybody's like me out there, do not be ashamed that your mama's cooking for you because she loves you. She lives for this shit. I know it. Do my it. Mom does. <laughs> it. My mom still can, tries to convince me every single day to come home. I miss her cooking a lot. I wish I could go home for her cooking because her cooking is life changing. There is nothing better than a home cooked meal. Let me tell you. I was going to say it's not too late, but I just remembered the calendar in my head and it might be a little bit too late to go home now. So just kidding. Um, yeah, I know. Nah, I sh if I were to go home, well, granted, all flights are currently grounded in and out of New York. So couldn't go if I wanted to. Oh, yikes. So it's fine. So I FaceTime her and I ask her every five minutes if I'm doing something right. So that's fun, too. <laughs> Always a good time. Um, but we're almost out of time, so I think we need to move on to our final segment here. It's how do you how do you keep it together? Oh, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> we tried again. It's fine. Um, Brina, oh how do you keep it together? Oh my god, I hate that you asked me this question because I don't I don't remember what I answered last week, and I don't know if I'm going to answer the same. And it's okay if you Thing. do, because sometimes it's okay to have the same answer. Consistency is a good thing. Um, I, you know what, actually, I don't, I don't think I said this last week and I've been doing this a little bit. Okay. So yeah, I have been playing instruments more, um, meaning that I've also been writing more. So kind of letting the creativity come out in that regard, um, just because, I mean, this, this has not been an easy quarantine. Um, you know, I've just had some personal stuff going on. So it's been good to write it out, um, you know, because yeah. sometimes, some, sometimes life sucks and so do boys and so do other circumstances. And sometimes you just got to write it out before you go yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's important to have an outlet to let out all of your frustrations, you know. And it's so good that music is that outlet for you where you can let everything go and get out everything going on in your head. Yeah. It's good. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I even, I, I wrote, I wrote a song today out of angst. It felt pretty good though. Um, and it's great. actually a pretty decent song. I was like, wow, but it's it too a specific and I, you could probably hear it, but it's too specific and I probably can never actually <gasps> I want to hear. hear. Do I know who it's about? Is it about me? No. Okay, oh my God, good. no. What the? No. I don't know. These but are questions I have. You do know. You do know. Oh, I and can't. Then, I'm going to ask the, you after the recording. I'm that's ask all I'll say. Recording. <laughs> Man. Alyssa. Yeah. Alyssa. 
Sure. We go down this road. How do you keep it together? Uh, I didn't want to answer, but it's fine. You made me answer, so suck it. I have like a minute to get it together. Um, you know, I've I mentioned it before. I'm trying to do a lot of low effort things right now because I've had some pretty serious battles with my mental health and um some other things that have kind of gone on that have really affected me more than I would like. And I I mentioned it before, but I think it's important to say it again is like finding my wins have really helped me keep it together. Like at the end of a day, what I've been trying to do is write down, I mentioned it the last podcast too, my three wins of the day, like actually physically write them down rather than me think about them. Because I believe when you write it down, it's real and it's out there and it's concrete. So for me, finding small wins throughout the day, even if it's just one, lets me know I'm doing something right. And that's been really important to me through this journey is that I have wins during the day, even if they're really, really, really small. And even if they're literally as minimal as I remember to shower today. Like those little things are important to me. Like today I put my rings on for the first time in like a week. Like there are two rings I wear every day that are just my favorite rings and being able to put them on and wear them and like wear a full outfit was a huge win for me. Um, And it was a really cool feeling when I like wrote that down on my list as like, yes, this is my win. Damn, you put on real clothes. Well, when I say real clothes, I mean like a long sleeve t-shirt and a bra. Like, and, and leggings, like that's real clothes other than like, Hey, you put on a bra. That is a big win right there. Yeah. Well, I realized (laughs) like for me working at home, there are things that affect my performance and that's literally wearing the things that I wear every day, my rings, my eyebrows and a bra. Like I never would have thought that those three things really set my day, but I've consistently for a week put on my eyebrows my rings and a bra and it's exponentially helped me you know what the eyebrows i understand you know how i am about eyebrows there's i feel like a whole feeling, different person when my eyebrows are done yeah there's this confidence feeling that i need when i'm working and i can't get anywhere else and sometimes your brows just do that <laughs> oh well guys i think that wraps us up here um thanks again for tuning in and dealing with our shenanigans week after week we love you all and season two we mentioned is ending soon but more details to come next episode on 2.19 for season three and what we have left in store for season two so guys once again my name is Alyssa. i'm sabrina and thanks for keeping it together with us this week and we'll see you back next week for episode 2.19 Keeping it together I'm sure it's what it takes to stop me going under Stop the pain